Dway Entertainment is sponsoring this podcast. So visit DwayEntertainment.com, www.DwayEnt.com. That's D-A-W-A-Y-E-N-T.com for more information. Let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? This is Josh DeWay of DeWay Entertainment. Welcome to another episode of The Way I See It podcast, where we give you a collective of perspectives and you do whatever you want to do with them. Um, again, I am Josh DeWay, Josh the Reindeer tonight because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, nickel. Merry Christmas, Cousins, how y'all doing tonight? How y'all doing today? Amber J, how, well, you, how you feeling? Well, besides my laptop not acting right today, uh, I'm doing fabulous. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We got new inventory in, so Glitz Optical wants you to just go on and head on down with these custom tents, get into the olive green. You see it, it's done on purpose. It's intentional. It was Every done. single time. GlitzOpticalOnline.com. There we go. But other than that, the gym is kicking my butt, and I love it. I'm loving who I'm becoming and I'm enjoying the journey. Amen. I have not gotten to the gym yet, but praise God. We're going to praise God for that in the new year. Uh, Jeremy, how are you? Have you been in the gym? No, I did play tennis for a total of five hours today, though. Woo. Um, oh, went ham. Yeah. yeah, so I played uh, this afternoon from 12 to 3, came home, ate some junk food, and then I went back and played at 6 to like 9. No, 8.30. So, you know, trying to get it in. I, I need to go on a diet because all the weight that I lost, I've now gained. So I'm like pushing 240. Thank God that I'm tall because if I wasn't, I would be spread like a busted biscuit. So <laughs> um, we thank God. Just don't worry about that. Skip over it. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm off for two weeks. <laughs> Ain't got to see them badass kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about to move on Monday. So this is the last time you're going to see this little antique background not antique. Um, not antique <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the curtains for me <laughs> so um, jeremy i want to learn how to play uh tennis i will happily teach you i have no problem you. you know how to work a racket <laughs> well my god oh, we're starting early today great i see i see how this is gonna go oh my musical chairs how are you uh-oh. I thought we Carrying. let it go. Oh, well, your, your Christmas sweater is very festive. So well, you know, think let, me, let me show you. Is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her at Walmart. Pro, um, I was supposed to like find like an ugly Christmas sweater for work. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, but still ugly. So let me go ahead and <laughs> pick her up. But um, everything is everything, you know. Another day, another dollar. Happy to be alive, happy to be breathing. Um, I'm actually, um, this is kind of random, but uh, it ties into what I'm about to say. Like one of my friends had posted, um, like everybody has been complaining about 2020 and how it's been like kind of a shit year. But for him, like he's had like two jobs, got his own place, got his own car, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 2020 has a lot of all that bad. 
And I and then I saw another post that said like um y'all ain't learned our lesson about ready to be throw away 2019 liquids 2020 to us y'all chill like we don't want to repeat 2021 and even though like i'm kind of scared about going into next year i'm actually really really excited you know a lot of good things have happened you know we started this thing and i'm excited to see where it go next year i'm 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 excited too um no but i'm in agreement with your friend it's i was just having this conversation the other night it's definitely been a year. It's definitely been a challenging year, but it's been a, a year to also um, become aware of everything that you have and be mm-hmm. grateful and appreciative for that. Of course, you know, if you're looking at what you lost and all the stuff that went wrong, of course, you're going to feel like it's a crappy year, but um, it didn't always feel good, but it was still for my good. So I Absolutely. I, res- I resonate with that very strongly. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I ain't scared to go into 2021. I'm just, I'm just sad. I'm just sad. Well, I'm just sad. Because you're 21, you say? <laughs> 221, yeah. Because uh, bitch, 2020, she did the most. She did the, the absolute most. most. She did the most. From January to fucking December, she did the most. Mm-hmm. Um. So, okay. So, you know, because, because we were talking about her a few weeks ago, Bishop Ayanna Locke died and it just it just really broke my heart. And I'm I was just like, man, 2020 has really been coming for the greats. And you know, so we 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 send peace, peace, love, and light to the Locke family and mm-hmm. you know, Bishop Ayanna Locke the spirit you know can nobody nobody, (laughs) i love the tongue she would say now lord we are um." uh and the thing about they say that she talked that for real like that wasn't like a front no that was her and that's what i loved about it she was she was so genuinely herself and whether people got with it or not she didn't allow what the norm was to determine who she was going to be so she stayed authentically her and i love that i always go up for that Mm-hmm. So didn't I just do center stage? Look at God. Okay, well then there's come that. Come on, center stage. Bishop <laughs> yeah. Ayala. Amen. Come on, center stage, huh? Yes. Now let's go to, let's go into say it with your chest because it is Christmas. Uh-huh. It is Christmas. Um, so so baby, let me tell you something. Say it with your chest. Uh, I think it was I think it was Kimberell that said, uh, don't don't go into debt swiping these cards. Listen, uh-huh. <laughs> baby, if you ain't got it, you just ain't got it. And the people and, and the people who are gift happy and whatever and can't understand why you didn't show up to Christmas dinner with, with gifts galore for everybody. Fuck them. <laughs> Baby, the gift is the fact that you made it to December. How about that? Okay, Merry hello. Christmas. Hello. Merry, Merry damn Christmas. Now let, <laughs> let God put Mary back in your Christmas. Because <laughs> I done made it. I done made it. The gift, the gift is me. Now with that, if you go into somebody's house, please don't show up empty-handed. You might not have no Chanel or no Gucci, no Prada, but you can bring some mac and cheese. Okay. You can, you can bring some Hawaiian rolls, some plates, some cups, some forks. <laughs> if you can't cook, you can bring something. Don't show up to nobody's house empty-handed. You know. Uh, well, I feel like you can show up empty-handed, but don't show up expecting to take a to-go plate. Oh, there's a difference in that, huh? <laughs> love talking about them to-go plates. <laughs> she, she yeah. do love talking about them to-go plates, but I just, I, I think it's really tacky to show it's up very empty, empty handy. That's very you tacky. Can, you I, can get, I, would, I would rather you bring a I two bottle of wine. I don't take nothing to my mama house. 
That's that's different. Well, that's though. your mama. That's your mama I'm, house. Yeah, that's your mama. Talking about friends who show up to BYOB parties with yeah. Nothing. Well, yeah. it's a panoramic, as they say. Who's showing up to friend's house right now? Baby, you I know understand. what I'm saying. We are in the middle of a placenta. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I really get it. It is a really struggle going on in this Pentagon. This year. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jeremy. Round it off. No, I, well, it's 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 it's, it's going to tie into like communication and dating and relationships. Okay. So there are two instances where if you so if i ask amber if I, if I say to you amber i want to take you to dinner right it's implied that i'm going to take you to dinner and pay just because man woman we understand a man is going to pay but if i yeah. say to everybody y'all let's go eat is your expectation that i'm going to pay or that we all paying for ourselves okay yeah no you pay for uh, your damn self okay because there are some people who think if for me it, it changes the link the lingo the language changes if i say it to someone i'm interested in or i want to date that i want to take you on a date i'm in i'm going to pay but if i say to my friends y'all i'm hungry let's go eat everybody bring their own money unless i say my treat but there right. are some people who think friend it applies to friends so if a friend says we're going to eat then that means a friend needs to pay this has been on my heart heavy today. I don't know why. I see. Yeah, I mean, it came out of nowhere, but I was, out of nowhere, I was rationalizing. Hey, with your chest part too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to do it, all, that's all you had to say. I mean, that's I forgot to be I'm cracking up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with you though. Like, if I'm if I was never going out with a group of friends and just assuming that the person who like put the idea for us to go out to eat together is going to pay for my meal. I mean, if you do, I'm never turning down a free meal. Right. We, but yeah. I'm not going to go with the expectancy of, oh, bitch, you're paying. No. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's all I want to know. But it, remi- it reminds me, it, it, I think, I, I, think I saw your tweet on, on Twitter about the birthday dinner thing that you know yes. if i invite you to if i invite you to, to the birthday dinner then it's assumed that i'm paying for everybody and that's just dumb to me why the fuck would i oh there's the f word again why would i invite you to my birthday dinner and pay for you it's my birthday that's it's, true it is my birthday now do you think that if you plan a birthday or if like you plan a birthday dinner should you go with the expectancy of someone else paying for your meal because it's your birthday? Well, I don't, so, so mm, I'll speak from experience. Yes. Yeah, I'll speak from experience. Some, I don't go with that expectation, but somebody, somebody, al- somebody always somebody picks up my- <laughs> She said <says> somebody better. <laughs> somebody always picks up my tab. They don't let me pay for my own, my own birthday dinner. Um, but that's, I mean, I've, hell, at that point, I've already paid the, the booking fee for, for the, the party size, so- that's true. I, I I guess I guess it's just the 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 Miss Independent in me. I'm never like not the Miss Independent. <laughs> I you know that's who I am. But I I never like I I always go like if even if like you said it was my birthday dinner and like and even if someone said they're paying for me, I'm still bringing my own money just in case. Yeah, it's it yeah because you should at least be willing to leave a tip or you yeah. pay for my dinner. I'm going to take care of the tip. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should. There should be something that you're contributing to this meal. Not mm-hmm. baby shits and giggles is free. But <laughs> you should be able to contribute something. 
Um, and that just that's that's a really tacky spot for me because I remember my 25th birthday party. Everybody told me I should throw this big old party. I spent a thousand all white party dollars. I did all white party. I, I remember that. I spent plus dollars and only 10 fucking people showed up. That's, why, that's why Joshua, Dwayne, Mitchell, Blocker, Harris, whichever one you want to go with, will mm-hmm. never throw niggas a shit else. <laughs> Anything attached to my name, you're going you gonna to be charged a fee to get in this hole. I'm hollering. Until I get my bag back, baby, no. No, that's real, because I was going to do something for my 30th. I remember I had like this big old masquerade theme party that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then a lot, a lot of my friends don't live don't live near me. Like they live out of state, North Carolina, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people like live further from me. And I'm like, I'm not sitting here. And then I started at, like adding up the calls for the venue. And then I had to like put a deposit down to pre-block a certain amount of rooms, you know, for a hotel. And I said, now if I put all down, if I put my bread down, y'all bitches better show the fuck up. Because if not, I'm coming to y'all states and bitch. It's come out your pocket or your ass. So either one. So I say, let me just go ahead and cancel so I don't fall out with my yeah. friends. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Because I fell out with a lot of folks. I baby yeah. to this day, you can't call me and ask me for shit. Because you know, <laughs> for you to, for you to call me two hours before and be like, yeah, this came up. I ain't gonna be able to make it. And it was bullshit, baby. No. But anyway, <laughs> going back to the original say with your chest, stop coming in this. They they went, they was in the same spirit. Contribute contribute you contribute what you can even if you bring a five dollar bottle of champagne for mimosas for breakfast do that breakfast (laughs) breakfast do that because we all gonna be drunk (laughs) so it is christmas merry christmas from the way i see it podcast to your family hopefully y'all have open presents y'all have spent time y'all getting ready to eat whatever y'all doing but let's talk let's 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 talk let's jump back into this discussion that we were having on relationships now before we start now we're just gonna have to address the elephant in the room amber you caught a bit of flack yes i did you caught a bit of flack um (laughs) so well i think i think i think it was good flack though for the show um i feel like people would have to have watched that whole entire segment to really understand the full contents of it but either way all publicity is good publicity so yeah what i miss so so I posted so I posted So he posted he posted a snippet of the conversation of us talking about um uh fathers showing affection to their children. Mm-hmm. And in this snippet it would have appeared that I am not for fathers showing their children affection by way of kiss uh in any capacity. Otherwise I'm assuming and tying it into being uh of a pedophile state. From that clip, that's what I would have gathered as well. If I'd have just watched it, and I didn't have any full content of it. But needless to say, my point still stands. I don't feel like your wet ass, grown ass lips <laughs> as a man needs to be on any child's lips uh, because there's a other places that you can kiss. <laughs> yes, I mean the nigga got pubic hair almost. What are you? What, what are y'all kissing <laughs> okay. on the lips for? I said what I said. Your lips are such a his peach fuzz. She said what she said, and we're not going to rehash it. But what I did want to make a point to say is that what you know, what some of the comments showed me is that we don't, we as a people, don't know fully how to disagree and mm-hmm. still stay respectful. Um, because there were there were some comments about you know your glasses being unnecessary, and I, you know I. <laughs> 
I was like, I love that. That part I love. That was my favorite one. And I just saw that about 30 minutes ago. So I actually tagged that person. I just tagged her and I said, hey, they available at glitzoptigonline.com. Period. Because that gave me the life that I needed. <laughs> I want someone to talk about the glasses so that it don't look like I'm always plugging my own shit in. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now that you now that you brought it up, it's not inappropriate for me to elaborate where you can get them from. My God. So, you know, sis deserve did, a coin for that. Why did nobody tag me? Y'all know I love a good read. But you, but oh, you, I, I think you were on the post. I don't know. But that's the, but that's the thing. I, it's it's possible, and, and I don't what, think it's their responsibility to be tactful in their responses. No, right? I, because you know you're asking too much of social media people um, who are not involved in your everyday life. Their their job is to scroll through things, get half you know information, and, and spread their whole truth on there. That's what social media does. And if you can't stand that type of platform. You know, you're gonna have Kanye moments every other day. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and we don't want those. But no, what I what what I appreciate what I appreciate about us is that even when we do disagree, it's never, you know, we don't we don't take it personally in that we start attacking each other. It's okay, I say what I said, you say what you said, let's move on because what I said was what I said was what I said. Um, which is why I love the tagline for the show. It's a collective of perspectives. My perspective is mine. Your perspective is yours. And at the end of the day, I'm just here to offer it. I ain't here to change your mind. I, it ain't, you know, and I'm not expecting you to change mine. So I just thought that was, that was really interesting. I just thought it was really interesting to see. Kudos to you, Amber. My God. Your responses are great. Yeah, she, cause she just said, well, you said tune are, into well, the show. I mean that. <laughs> I mean it. I mean, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like it was anybody coming. You don't know me to come for me. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So if it was somebody that knew me, I'm a different Amber would have probably not been so mature about it. <laughs> but I just see this as the masses. You know what I mean? Yeah. You tune in. You tune in. You tune in. Everybody <laughs> tune in. That's what that, I feel like. Because that, that was her response, <laughs> baby. Watch the show. Literally everyone, watch the show. Yeah, watch the show. So, <laughs> you know, we we appreciate the feedback. We yes, we really do appreciate absolutely. the feedback. For sure. And you know, it helps us. It helps us engage with you all, and it it makes you all feel. A, it helps you all feel a part of the show. So, kudos to you all. You all on that. So, let's jump back into this talk about relationships. So, um, we were talking about relationships, and we were starting. We were starting to go into a whole nother segment. So. What I want to start with tonight is do I want to ask the question or pose the question rather, do you all still have a type or have we grown out of that? This is my type. And do you feel like people's types are aiding in them staying single? I still have a type and it is definitely aiding in me staying single. Single. <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> yes, <to both. laughs> Um, how... And I'm okay with it. So, I feel like as long as you are at peace with where you are, it's all right. So if you know that the path you own might lead you to being 65 with two cats and a nice looking car outside in the front yard by yourself, as long as you're self-aware, <laughs> then it's cool. <laughs> I'm very self-aware 
that I there's certain things I don't want to compromise on, even if I just got to be somebody cool aunt to have a different man every gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just not gonna please, compromise. Amber. Huh? I said, please, Amber, you're killing me. <laughs> No, seriously. No, I'm serious. <laughs> and she's that ass, ass serious. So she's that ass. I mean, yeah. eating these nuts just dead ass. Just <laughs> whatever. Um, type. So, um, rich nigga, eight figure. That's my type. I don't think I. Oh do no, anymore. I'm not eight figure. I, ain't got I don't think I do eat. anymore. I'm. I'm just like, I've been trying to go off of. It sounds so corny and cliche, but vibe. Like seriously, because I've had to. I don't know. I just start looking at things differently and like seeing like my patterns of like dating and why it didn't work. And a lot of the times it had to do with like looks. Mm. They ain't just, uh, just for different reasons. And so I kind of had to just get away from that for a bit just to see, just to be more open, I guess. And so that kind of goes into, yeah, this person may not be my exact type, or somebody that I, you know, have dated in the past, or like some someone similar, I should say. But yeah, I'm just so. So, do we think that type? Do we think types are superficial, or are we defining types as just basic standards? These are just my superficial standards. could be yeah. subjective. It could be yeah, subjective. I think, but yeah, I think some. Sorry, Amber. I think some uh, some types, like friends that I've talked to, specifically women. Sometimes I'm like, okay. That's a bit superficial for me, for me, but yeah, I think so. And see, when I say I have a type, I don't mean looks, looks wise. I mean, mm -hmm. like there's certain traits that I look for in people that I'm just not willing to compromise on. Yeah. 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 So like, so type meaning, so when you're talking about type, are you talking about just like characteristics that you're looking for or just like physical characteristics? Like, like what, like when you're so, so. My definition of type embodies all of that. It's 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 the appearance side, it's the maturity side, it's conversation. My type is a conglomerate of all of those things because all of those things are important mm -hmm. for me, at least. Mm -hmm. All of those things are important. Um, but I, what I was going to ask you, since you're the only one in a relationship, unless something's <laughs> changed. Oh no, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> um, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on to make you want a man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Y'all want to see what's underneath this tree? If we don't. Yeah. We don't. Um, so do you, the question I want to ask you was, did you, are you in a relationship with your type or was this something out of your norm? This is definitely something out of my norm. Um, a funny thing is my type like physically, I love her. I love fat niggas. Really? I, I, I love a good because I, it's like a life size teddy bear. Like snuggle me, <laughs> call me back. So, no, no, but seriously, like not 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 like morbidly obese. Like okay, six hundred pound life fat, but like I love like thick husky niggas. Like I, you know, like that that that's my type physically. And my boyfriend is definitely not that. <laughs> He's um he he's he's not I my physical type I like my nigga is six and above, my nigga my boyfriend is like five ten <laughs> like he's like a little a little bit taller than me not five ten like maybe like I'm five seven he's probably like five eight five nine like 
little bit taller than I am. Okay, but he's still taller than you. No, but I like looking. I like looking up. <laughs> it was it was. The, yeah. Pick me up, daddy. Pick me up. That's what I like. That's what I love. I'm just. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm being honest. That's um, my type. But he's not that. But it's but at the it's like when I was dating um in any relationship that I've ever been in or any person I was like really talking to like if they didn't like meet that criteria of like physical that wasn't most important to me like I I went off like Jeremy said the vibes like what Absolutely. what are what are you feeding my soul what are you feeding my spirit how are you how are we growing to, you know what I'm saying like somebody who not and I I hate when people say don't fall in love with potential because I agree but disagree see that's where i was going next yeah so, i like I, I i agree because you because you don't want to follow like you you find somebody who has the potential to be this person like you like you see all those good traits in that person that you have this potential to be this person if i can just you know if we can like work together and grow together and nurture each other you can be that person just like i can be a better person um but you don't don't fall in love with somebody who is just stagnant in that potential for me right you know what i'm saying like 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 if if this person has the potential to be this great person, they have these dreams, they can do it, then it's okay to be like, okay, you have potential. I'm going to kick it with you. Um, but no, they have that drive behind the potential, if that makes sense. You know no, what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I definitely get that because even, you know, I've accomplished a lot, but there, I'm, I would still say that I'm still in that potential phase mm-hmm. where, you know, although I've, I've accomplished this, 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 who I really, who I really see myself as, I don't see. I, how do I say that? I don't, I don't see myself in that momentum yet. Mm-hmm. So even with dating me, I'm still in a potential state. So I don't, I don't agree with don't date potential or don't see potential. It's, it's, it's for me. It's that kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. On the level that you're on, are you doing something or are you just talking? I don't like talkers. It's always, oh, I'm finna do this. I'm finna do this. It's been five years and you still talking about what you finna do. What have mm-hmm. you done? If you've done something, if you're, if you're doing, if you're making efforts toward all the things that you're saying that you're going to do and going to be, I, I don't, I, I don't see a problem investing in that because yeah. you might just really need the push, you mm-hmm. know? You hell, you don't you don't made it to the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. and now you just need the push to get that momentum. That's a partnership. That's that's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you want me to push you up the mountain, and then when you get to the top of the mountain, push you? D- hell yeah. no. That's, that's, that's too much. What? Because what the hell are you doing? Exactly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is not my type. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that's nobody's type or should be anybody's type. Like, yeah. I, um. So, no, I'm not to answer your question, Josh. No, I'm not dating my type. But, but I am pleasant. It's uh, it's. I'm happy. I'm good with that. I'm happy with that because at the end of the day, I know that I'm in a true partnership. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like th- th- there's things there's things that he has taught me. We've been dating for almost three years now. There's been things that oh, he's a long time. Me. Yes. Yes, <laughs> we've been now. We've only been like, okay. So our and this kind of goes back to last week where Jeremy was saying like the kind of the timeline of dating. Mm-hmm. We we did not like. We're not officially into our first year being official yet. Our one year anniversary being officials in February, 
but we were dating for like almost two years before that. Okay. We went, we went through a phase where we were just talking, like we were flirting. Well, I still have, still have a little side hose, you know what I'm saying? Like for still need somebody to, someone to some peen, I knew who, I knew who to text. <laughs> and he did, so like we, we had that mutual understanding. I'm sorry, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Call, are you there? No, but we had that, and, 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 <laughs> we had that mutual understanding. And that's one thing that I love about our relationship is that we off the rip, we just had open honest communication like we just never that's lied to always each other. good that's so always so good. even in, even in the beginning like he knew i was still talking about people and i knew he was still talking about people but then it got to a point where like well i kind of like you more than like the people so let me put them on a the bench yeah you can come in you know what i'm saying and then once i realized oh all right yeah this is a keeper then we exclusively dated and we did that for a minute and then we made it official like we're in an actual relationship so come there's on, like Cara. In my hands, I hold. I <laughs> know, cause that's how it was. <laughs> that's saying, y'all, Josh. You know me. I keep saying I do. You do. <laughs> that. You do. <laughs> I keep Jeremy. You know that too. I keep saying. Do. You do. I keeps a roster, but you know, but when you find that that person like not a roster, they they may not necessarily be your type, but be open to like you know. So so the reason I asked that because I was ha- I had this very interesting conversation the other day about attraction, mm. and you know, we were having this conversation because I really asked, I really asked him, I said, well, what make, cause we were talking about Kalante Gavin mm-hmm. and he was like, do you feel that he's still gay? And I said, well, if he said he's not gay, I trust that he's not gay. And he was like, but I feel like if you've been gay, then gay is always laying dormant. And I said, well, why, why, why do people treat gay like it's a disease? Like it's mm. just this incurable disease that mm-hmm. once you go gay, you just, whatever. So mm. I asked the question, I said, what makes a person gay? And his answer was the acceptance, your, your, your acceptance of attraction to the same sex. And I, you know, I was just like, okay, but attraction, the rules of attraction vary so much because I can be attracted to something for power. I can be attracted to something because of some, because it, it reminds, because of nostalgia, Mm -hmm. you know? So how do you, how do you define attraction and what does attraction, what are you attracted to? I should, let me say it that way. What are you attracted to? I mean, it, it can, it's a lot to unpack. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Very because I mean, I'm all about. So when I'm interested in someone, and we're in a public space, and we're still in that getting to know stage, I will very much full cancer mode, sit back, and just analyze and just watch. Because for me, it's important how you treat other people, mm. and if I see that you're genuine with other people, especially the ones that you really care about, that to me is attractive. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's one aspect of it. Another could be watching you in your element, whatever that is, be it performing, be it leading worship. <laughs> I love somebody who loves to worship and got a mean tap. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah, that, about and that in itself, again, that's an attraction because I'm attracted to you and you because you're in your your natural, you know, you're vulnerable. It's another it's another form of vulnerability too, because you have to really remove yourself when you're doing something like that. So yeah, I think it just and so on and so forth. But I think there is definitely like different tiers of absolute attraction is. Mm-hmm. Cause even when it came out of my mouth, I was like, well, shit, that's a lot to unpack. Right. It is. What am I attracted to? What is it about you that I'm attracted to? What is it about 
partnerships that I'm attracted to, like, mm. because attraction is not just for romantic relationships. Exactly. It's exactly. for every kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I begin to look at the relationships that why my best friend is my best friend or, you know, why I have why you know what attracts me to my spades partners mm. you know <laughs> you know <laughs> because you know and that's just a caveat right here everybody can't be your spades partner not a, no everybody cannot just because they know how to play spades everybody can you guys cannot be you, your partner. you all have to have that 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 zen yes. that connection like hey so it's 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 definitely levels to attraction amber what you feel about it I mean, yeah, like right now in this stage in my life, I don't want any attractions that are not ordained by God for me to have. So that's really what I am trying to do is rid myself of any of all energy that I wanted in my life Mm. and to be self-aware enough to know where I am and what I need. And what I need right now may not be any type of partnership and to be completely okay. Yeah with that and i'm surrounding myself or i should say the universe is aligning itself where everyone that's in my inner circle they're completely okay with where i am which that's what i'm attracted to because that's where i am in my life so i know the people i'm supposed to be around because they are promoting my self-love journey of loving myself so that's what that's i'm attracted to people that are supporting where i am without asking me to compromise my self-awareness because they feel like I need somebody mm. or they feel like, oh, I got this somebody for you. No, nigga, I just told you I was taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said yesterday, but today I said I'm taking a break. Support that's me like, in that. That's like Homeboy earlier when you told him you weren't interested and he called you ghetto. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I'm still mad about that, right? I'm still mad. And then he said, and then he said, blocked. I'm like, maybe I didn't know you existed still. You came over here. Right. You came over here. I don't think people really realize the world I live in. I am on like a like tunnel. You can come, leave, go. It matters to me not. I am like in a tunnel vision stage. It matters not. Genuinely. It matters matters not. (laughs) Tune in. Nah, I'm hollering. <laughs> um, for me, I want to address something real quick before I I want to. Uh, I mean, that hand right this little hand, right? Because I'm try, I'm trying not because you know I talk on my hands, so I'm trying to bang this mic. Um, but I I do to um what you and your friend were talking about earlier. Oh, I just I just want to say this, and then we can move on. There is a difference between attraction and sexual orientation. Okay. I'm just going to say that and then we can move on with the service. So for me, <laughs> I feel like, no, I because I need him to, if he's listening, go ahead and let that marinate. And I promise you the revelation won't hit you later. <laughs> so um, yeah. uh, <laughs> attraction for me is, uh, I think my biggest thing that I'm attracted to, whether it be in relationships or, or whether it be a romantic or platonic relationship for me is honesty. Mm. I need I I am the type I need 100% need honesty and it could it could be the because of the fact that I've been traumatized when it comes to certain relationships in my life well be, was being lied to that I need honesty if you're going to if you plan on being in my life in any capacity the bigger what attracts me to you is knowing uh, as you live I know that you're honest with every in every aspect of your life and I see that for myself that's going to attract me to you I agree. Okay. 
So before before we go before we move on, can you break down attraction versus sexual orientation? Because when you said that, it it was like, oh, I I didn't think of anything. So like for so for like, but we just basically talked about it. We there are things that you are attracted to that have nothing to do with sexual or have nothing to do with a sexual desire. You, my friend, Josh, I'm, att- I'm attracted to, to you as my friend because I love your drive. I love your drive. I love your work ethic. Jeremy, I'm attracted to you as my friend because I love the uh, your, your creative side, your love for the arts. Amber, I'm attracted to you as a friend because I love your drive. I, I, I love your, your the way your brain thinks and how positive you can remain. That attracts me, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want any of y'all. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. I, I, mean, I, I love y'all, but I, I don't want none of y'all now. Now, my sexual orientation—that's just innately. I could, for instance, Amber. I'm attracted to everything that, that you have, characteristic-wise. But I don't. I'm not. I don't want you. You have. You have nothing that I. You know. And it's no shade, but it's not, sexually, sexually, and not even sexually, but just romantically. There is nothing in me that desires to have a long life commitment with the female. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Okay. I, I see what you're saying because that was that, that that was good because I was gonna say the other thing too is because I have a lot of gay friends that have never had sex. Oh no, and I've I've like, had sex with females before. <laughs> it was the look down for me. <laughs> but it was like just in case you didn't know. I, I, no, I, just, I, just in case you did not know. I've scratched the cat before. I, okay, I done pounded a couple of pussies before. So <laughs> Okay, because because the miss the miss there's a misnomer that's out there. Yeah, and it's that everything gay is sexual. Mm-hmm, it's absolutely. always something sexual. So I'm glad you well, said that. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm attracted to, and this is this is after me just paying attention to me, I'm attracted to power. Mm. I'm I'm really attracted to power, and it's not it's not to say it's big power, little power. I'm just attracted to power. When, when I, like you said, when I see you in your vein and you're working and you, 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 you're not accepting the BS and you're not accepting anything short of your expectation, that literally attracts me to you. Mm-hmm. I'm also attracted to the power of just being, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That, ooh, Lord, <laughs> you're <all> that, right. <laughs> The power to just, (laughs) that thing just got up on the inside of me and shifted me. The power to just be really intrigues me. It it, it, depending on who you, it might even turn me on Mm. because the fact that you're comfortable because I'm I'm one, I I hate pretense. I, Mm. I loathe pretense. I have much respect for people who show up and just are themselves wrong, right, and different, and then allow me to make a decision on if you're the kind of person that I want in my life or not. But you're not concerned about my approval. You're not concerned about being liked or accepted. Not to say that you're arrogant or conceited. You just literally are who you are at all times. I'm attracted to that. I'm attracted to um, perspective. I'm really attracted to perspective mm-hmm. because I hate a, I and Jeremy posted this earlier today. I hate a, I hate a I hate a WID coming across my phone. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I really do. Um, because in most cases, at least from my experience, you don't want anything. 
And because I'm always, I'm one that my mind is always working. You're now taking me out of my element mm -hmm. to answer. What are you doing? I'm, I'm sitting here writing a script. Oh, okay. And then that's it. What did you want? <laughs> like, what did you want? And I don't mean to be, I don't mean that to be rude. It's just, what did you want? It would be something completely different say, if you said, Hey, Josh, what are you doing? I need to talk to you. Okay, then I know that I'm stopping. My, I, there's a purpose for me stopping whatever I'm doing. Or mm -hmm. hey, meet me at lunch. Okay, I haven't eaten today because I, you know, Simone gets on me about that because I work, 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 work all day, and I don't eat till like one and two o'clock in the morning, and I have to yeah. stop that. But you know, it's those kind of things. Don't just be texting me what you're doing Monday through Friday, eight, eight, eight to five, when you know I, I got a job. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> so whack. That's childish. Grow the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. So I'm I'm a, I'm attracted to I'm attracted to a person having their own life. Mm -hmm. That that's huge for me, especially in a relationship. It's really huge for me. I do not want to be your world. Woo! Yeah. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. <laughs> I do not want to be your world. I have a testimony. I want oh. I want to I want to play an intricate part in your life. But I do not want to be your word. I don't want. I don't want your your sun to shine because of me. I don't want your moon to shine because of me. I want. Should I be removed? Not to say that you don't love me. Not to say that you don't want me around. But should I be removed from your life? I still want you to be able to live your fucking life. Hmm. Because the hard truth about it is, and I had to say this to my ex because we we were really we were talking about marriage and all this, and she was like, I just feel like if we break up, you're gonna move on with your life. And I said, I am. And it wasn't to be mean. It's just, I'm, I'm a realist. I'm really a realist. I'm going, and I told her, I said, I'm going to grieve you for two days. And then I got to get up and I got to get up and move on. Oh yeah, uh-uh, no Josh, you would have cussed You put a time on it? Right now you go right, you would have got cussed the fuck but out because you're but, not going to sit here and talk about <laughs> marriage with me and it'd be like, you're going to be over me in two fucking days. Oh, nah, nigga. You got me fucking shocked and screwed. You was like, wanted to marry me, you will be over me in two days. But I, I, I really, I really talk in parables sometimes. It wasn't an actual, it wasn't a literal two days. It was just the, the amount, the amount of time that I'm going to spend grieving or sobbing over this relationship is not going to be that long, because I have stuff to do. My life is going to go on. That's. It sounds good. It sounds harsh, but it's a reality. I, but I, I, I think I know what you're talking about because actually my most successful relationship it ended because of that because um if you're listening I'm so sorry uh but this was when i left uh texas to go to california um which was unprecedented because i i'd always said i was not leaving texas to say i was not gonna go nowhere and then next thing you know i was gone so with that being said, she was super supportive of what I was doing, you know, checking on me, make sure I'm going to school. But I'm also asking, so what's good with you? Like, have we applied to, you know, have we applied to school yet? Are we getting financial aid? Like, what's going on? <clears throat> and every time I asked, I noticed I would get an, an excuse. And so I kind of just sat back in that for a bit. And I, I realized and I just woke up one day and I was just like, this has to end because I now feel that she is living vicariously through me Ooh. and supporting what I'm doing. So much that she's forgotten about what she needs to do. Wow. And I don't want to look, I don't want to go down the road, you know, because we were a year and a half in, two two years, two and a half years. We, you know, we're engaged, we're married, and you're still in the same spot. Because yeah. that turns into resentment. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, I totally 
Josh, I get exactly what you're saying because, and it can drain you a bit because you want to be that supportive partner, but that person is so loving and it's hard because you love them so much and they're so caring and it's genuine, but they still forget like you have your goals and your dreams and your vision, you know, or visions that you, you want to accomplish. You've got to know how to separate relationship and dream sometimes. Yeah. And the Bible calls us help meets. It's, it's, we, we are to help each other meet something. I'm supposed to help you meet your goals. You're supposed to help me meet my goals. And I think, I think it's, I think it's a disservice to the gift of God in you to sit back and do nothing and just say, Nope, I'm just going to be content cooking, cleaning and sitting at home thinking about you all day. If that's your testimony to God be the glory for that for you. But what I'm saying is, I couldn't be in a relationship where there's the, where, where that's the case, because I need you to be understanding that, yeah, I got to go out of town for this. I got to go work this deal. I got to, you know, it, it can't just always be, oh, but, but I want to lay in the bed and watch the notebook with you. It, you <laughs> know, I, I get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm by no means saying that quality time does not matter. Quality time matters in any kind of relationship that you're in, platonic, familiar, anything. Mm-hmm. But that quality time can't can't come over um, the time that I have to work or that I have to, especially especially if we have set goals. Right. We, I, I heard T.D. Jake say this the other day. He said, um, if I'm always at home, I'm broke. <laughs> and, yeah, you have me, and, and yeah, and yeah, you have me, but we we can't go see the movie that you want to go see because I ain't, I ain't been working. But then on the flip side of that, I can't always be gone either because there was a story on the in the shade room where this the this the last the last family that was on the Yonla fixed my life. He was a great uh-huh. provider. They got anything that they ever needed mon- monetary wise. But there was sexual abuse, there was all this stuff and the father was in the house, but nobody had that personal relationship with him. He was just the ATM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and it's, it's it's definitely balance that you need, but I don't. I do not want to be your world. I do not want that to be bothers. Your world. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Maybe. I feel like you have to be equally yoked. That's that's what it is. You just gotta make sure whoever you went want the same things that you want. Exactly. Not that it's better or worse or greater. It's got to be equally yoked. And excuse me, y'all, I can't breathe because I still got on my waist trainer. So, so, but why did that make you uncomfortable? What did you hear me? when I said, I don't want to, yeah, what did you hear when I said, I don't want to be your world? Well, no, because, well, well, I'm mushy and I'm lovey-dovey and hearing, hearing my boyfriend say that to me, you are my world, it just makes me melt on the inside. <laughs> but um, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> No, because but I, I just but think I, it's a, a cute movie line. Well, it's no, no, but but that line. thing, no, but like when that thing becomes, it, I mean, it's like so when he says that, I know that he like I I know that like it's not like a possessive thing. Like I like I don't control his every move. You know what I'm saying? It's like control over anything like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like my I know that his life literally does not revolve around me. You know what I'm saying? I know that I'm literally not his world, but when I know that when he says it, he says that, you know, when he says that, it's just another way of him, telling that, him telling me that he loves me and in the matter. immense way that, that that I matter and that he loves me in this immense 
way. And I like, so, and I say the same thing to him. And I say, you are my world. Like if anything were to happen to him, if we were to break up, it would devastate me. Of, co- of course I would move up. Of course life would go on. But the mourning process that for, the mourning process for that, for me would be, it would be a while. <laughs> it would definitely be a while. And I, and I, and, and it's, I can say that to him now because there are there are things that like I said like I said earlier the things that he he's um, helped me grow in like it like it's it's a true partnership so one like I feel like once you are in that kind of mode then you can say things that like like you are my world like really really truly mean it and not mean it like in that kind of like a freaky stalkerish possess- you know what I'm saying that way but like like in a deeper meaning way you know what I'm saying okay that makes me sense that makes that makes sense and it it, it helps me because I because I am a realist. I have I have a way of saying things harshly, and that's not my heart. It's just that's just real life to me. You aren't an asshole, <laughs> basically. You aren't my world. So I'm I'm learning. I'm trying to learn how to better say things. So hearing you say what you heard was that means that you love me and I matter. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me mm-hmm. because I'm when I say that you are that you aren't my world. I'm not I'm not meaning that you don't matter to me. It's just I don't I just don't want to I don't want you to me, me my mom and my sister have this have we've always said this and seeing women be abused and, and then men kill women because they don't want to live without them we always say I don't want you to love me that much <laughs> don't love me that much yeah <laughs> to, where you can't, to where you can't live without me baby don't love me that much Oxic. yeah don't love me that much um but to, but to hear that that side of it I'm like oh, okay I I can I can see that. Well, I'm happy I was able to uh, to revelate you a little bit. <laughs> I'm still going. You know, I'm st- more than likely I'm still going to say you're not. So I have a question now. Okay. How much toxic is okay for your relationship? I think a little toxic is necessary. Okay, I need a little. I need a little Whitney and Bobby, just a little. <laughs> like I need a little crazy. I need. I need a little. You gonna show up in my and be hiding in my bushes. You know. <laughs> I, need a bit of that. I need a little bit of you know because I have a real slick mouth, so I need that. Josh, I will fuck you up. Yeah. I need that because if if I don't have that, I will go too far. So, <laughs> I checks mean, and balances baby checks yeah. and balances. <laughs> um i'm very much like crazy um oh. have y'all seen you yeah <laughs> let me and find out you got bodies in libraries in freezers and, and that's all i'm gonna say I don't play yeah. about mine. I don't play about mine. We just call like, me back. Call me back. Amber said, I don't want no time. I don't want that shit. I don't want none of it. I, oh. I was married for 10 years. I have gone through enough. Call me back. So you don't want no, you want not a drop of toxic in your relationship? I don't want it, but it's inevitable that it will be there. Because everybody comes with baggage. Mm. But I don't if this time and space, I don't want it. Mm. I ain't got the energy. I think I'm enough myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm still figuring me out right now. Y'all, 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 no saw that, y'all saw that meme that said, <laughs> I'm sorry. Tickled. He is tickled. Get it out. I mean, he is tickled. tickled. I'm sorry. Because I can't, I can't even say it verbatim because because I, for number one, I'm high. But number two, I can't. It was basically saying like, 
y'all follow that Justin LA boy or whatever his yes, name is on that is Instagram. my favorite that's my favorite Instagram account he posts up a meme that says uh she's a toxic one but sending me bible verses yes that's you yes i'm sending bible verses and i'm encouraging you because i'm encouraging myself first in the lord see before it got to you it got to me first and now i just want to share with the lord put on my heart first no i'm crying i love her i'm being honest the lord spoke to me first and now i'm gonna share it with you but i don't want to but but because I know this, I don't want to be bothered to that full extent. Yeah. I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I could do a little bit, <laughs> but like a lot, I can't because I'm gonna go too far, too fast. Too far <laughs> pedal to the metal. That's that's why that's why I need you to be hey, kind of listen. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. I because I need that because yeah. y'all know me. Y'all know I if if you don't pull my coattail, Josh is gonna go all the way. He's gonna go all the way there. Um Gary. <laughs> so so what was the longest amount of time that it took you to get over a relationship like honestly you don't want to ask me ask me that oh i have a i have a i have a issue with being attached to things because it is my norm even if it's chaos mm. so or even if it's chaotic i should say so for me, that's why I don't, right now I'm in a place of, I don't want to be attached to anything, you know? Like, I just don't, because uh, it's a lot of effort and energy, you yeah. know, to be married to someone for 10 years, to wake up to someone next to you every day for 10 years, even if you don't want them. It's just the sheer comfortability that they are there. So it's to adjust your whole life to now life is completely different with that. It's like a death. You know, mm-hmm. so however yeah, long yeah. it takes somebody to mourn a death, mm-hmm. a true relationship, I feel like that's what it is. Now I've had people I dated, you know, four or five months, and I'm over it. You know, but now when you say, I, um, I'm sorry, go ahead, I apologize. Yeah, then no, that's it. That's all I was gonna say. What you gonna say? I was to say because um, when you when you say get over it, like do, like do you mean <clears throat> or get over a relationship? Like do you mean as far as like the romantic side or just over it to work out of world? I could care less whether they're in my life or not, because I feel like that like for me, um, there, so there are two adult relationships I've taken serious. Well, three now, but two past relationships that, I, that I've <laughs> but taken. Clearly, because you cheated on everybody else here. You know what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Lead a page and be your own friends that bring up your past. Leave it in the I mean, past. it's the judgment for me. It's the judgment for me. Anyway, so so there was one, one relationship yeah. that I was in, and we were serious. We were together for almost three years, and he cheated on me with my then best friend. So um, it so it uh it it took a while. You know, the our relationship was very toxic, but and it didn't end end all the way well, but. Um, it's to a point now to where uh, I'm over him romantically and we, we talk every now and again, but I have this one ex that we broke, that we broke our breakup was bad and we weren't friends for a little bit, but we're friends now. And it's at the point to where like, okay, I have my friend back. So I don't, I'm, I've, I'm okay with you being in my life. So like, like when you mean like over it, 
what level of overt are you meaning? <laughs> to the point that you know that you're no longer sad or that when you when you pick up the phone or you're scrolling and you see them on on social media that you don't feel a kind of way behind it. I guess it just depends on the. It depends the, on how how deep y'all was. Yeah. yeah. How how deep the connection was for me. Like like there's there's niggas that I talked to for two weeks and I'm like uh, that I don't even, that I don't even know exist anymore to be quite honest with you. But then there that but then there are niggas that you know that I it did like like for instance the 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 one ex that um one of my exes that you know that that I'm still uh, that I'm still friends with today. Um, it took me a long time to be able to like see him or see, see his name or see him and not still get butterflies in my stomach. Like, oh, that's still my baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It took a minute for me to actually get to a point where, okay, this is strictly platonic because of the the deep connection that we had. So I guess it just depends on the the level that you guys were on. I can see that my mind changed. And th- I think this is why people really call me mean. An asshole. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because the way I can detach from anything it's really scary it really scares me Mm. the way i can detach from you forget Uh, you exist and like literally forget you are a person it's really scary even Uh, if you were like in love with that person absolutely absolutely it's real um and and the the reason i know it's scary um and oh this 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 is gonna be my first time saying this out loud good god Uh oh Hold on, I, I feel tears because this is like really touchy. That's all right. Um, shit, Dwayne. When my brother died, it was almost easier to forget him mm. than to and to mourn him than to live with the fact that my person is gone. Mm. And because I don't, I don't deal with loss well. Mm-hmm. I would rather forget you mm. and do what I need to do to forget you. Because in forgetting you, those memories, I, those memories aren't readily accessible to me. They only come back when something triggers me. And I say that because y'all been knowing me for, for a minute. 2000, my brother passed away November, November 5th, 2011. 2012 to 2013, I was my heaviest. Like I was, that's when I, nobody, y'all asses didn't tell me I was fat, but I was fat. And um, when I, when I, when I got happy again, it was because I stopped remembering him. Mm. And like, I would be triggered. That's why I know, that's why holidays would always be horrible Mm. for me because those those would be triggered. I would see pictures of people with their with their brothers and whatever blah 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 blah. Um and I'll never forget one of my most triggering moments was I was getting ready for class and I was I had a white shirt on my iron, on my ironing ironing board and I was getting ready to iron it. And that thing triggered me so woo that was that was a bad day. Mm. Because my brother was a cop and you know they had to wear white undershirts, white undershirts. So he would always, because he was always running late to work. I mean, he did. Now y'all can't fire him, but he was always <laughs> running. He used to got, I got, I got to laugh somewhere for before. I <laughs> um, <laughs> so he would always be like, Josh, hey, I need you to iron my iron my white shirt. And we that we would always argue because I was like, nigga, I ain't you, you grown, you a grown ass man. What I need to iron your shirt for? I mean, it's an undershirt. Ain't nobody gonna see it. 
you know, so that was, so seeing that shirt, just the simple thing of ironing that white shirt that morning triggered mm. the fuck out of me. Mm. And then I forgot he, I mean, I always knew it was, it was hard for me to forget because it's my brother, mm-hmm. but I didn't think about him. And then the first time, cause I hadn't, I hadn't went to the cemetery. My first year going to the cemetery to see my brother was like 2016. Wow. Um, because that made it too real for me uh. because I had just told myself, Oh, my bro-, And this is what I do when, when anybody dies, I just say, Oh, they're going, they've gone to a distant Island and you know, they just lost all communication. I have to make up a place in my head that you really go. Wow. Because I really, when I say I really can't, I really mm-hmm. can't. And my brother, my brother was the, was the last time I took death, like serious like that. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody else has died. And this sounds so bad, Jesus, because a lot of people have died, but nobody else's death have, has affected me like he is because he was my person. Yeah. And I struggle with a lot because, oh, I'm just getting all deep into my emotions tonight, Jesus. <laughs> I struggle with it a lot because I still remember uh, posting on Facebook, 18 days till Dallas. And my brother, me and my brother's last conversation, he says, oh, you're going to miss me on Thanksgiving, but Christmas, I got you. It's just me and you Christmas day. So every holiday, it's hard for me because he knew he wouldn't make it on Thanksgiving, but then he still promised me Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I still look forward to that because he didn't lie to me. And if he said something, so to not, to not have that. And then the other thing is, um, I just, I just, I just really can't rationalize with it. Like they, so they forced me to go to the, to the funeral home before the wake. Mm-hmm. because it was like we don't we don't want your first time seeing him to be with everybody else around so you need whatever and I just that still traumatizes me and I think I really think I developed a hate for my family that day mm-hmm. that's deep because they forced me to face a reality and I wasn't ready and so when I when I say I'm going to take two days to grieve you and I'm going to be done with it. Mm. It may not be a literal two days, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be more than a week. I will tell you that. Oh, wow. Because I don't the deal with game loss. Is real. I, I don't deal with loss well. I don't deal with it. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jesus. Um, <laughs> No, I don't. I don't deal with loss well, so that's why. That's why it's like, damn, Josh, did you ever love me? I did, but I think I'm just still. I'm. I'm nervous that one day I'm just gonna have a really bad nervous breakdown, and all of that is gonna come out. It is. I, that's scary to me. It's gonna come. My, I think my cutoff game is very similar, um, but it's just. It's more so. It's going back to the crazy side, like when I black out, oh, not like black out, like pass out, but just like, it's literally just everything, nothing no. matters in that moment. So like, you can literally piss me off so bad that you're blocked in a, in a span of 10 seconds. I don't care how long we've been together. I don't care if you take me there. Yeah, we got a problem. But um, I have a hard time not getting closure. And because sometimes breakups are so ugly, you don't get it right away. And it's something that I that I need 
um, be it a conversation to apologize and assess everything that happened, you know, depending on what the breakup, you know, how it happened, who did it and the reasoning behind it. Um, I have it, I have to revisit it in some form or fashion. Um, but one of my relationships, um, it was like 2011, I think. Um, so I had an ex who would send me voice notes randomly, almost like every day. And they would just be like, sweet, you know, nice. I'm thinking about you, miss you, love you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but this particular one I got, and if you're listening again, sorry. Um, it was really long. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go step outside. So I'm here to tell you that I got a 19 minute and 46 second voice note. Oh, baby, no. Wait, they, they, they last that long? Yes. And you remembered this from 2011, how many seconds it was? <laughs> oh, I do. I'm a, I'm, a visual, I'm, I'm a visual learner. So I, yeah, I, I associate my memories with what I see. Yeah, because you could, at that time, you could do like a, just a recording and then not like the voice note in iMessage, but the, like the recording, you can just, yeah. So that's what it was. So I was just like, oh, a bit like dumped. And basically telling me that I wasn't ready for a relationship, which I found interesting. Um, no, a fight. I'm sorry, a fight would have came with that. Cause 19 minutes worth though? Why did it just go for a cool 20 at that point? Right. That's what I'm saying. Since you're going to be irrational than a motherfucker, just go, <laughs> and go all the way with it. Um, yeah. I think I still have it somewhere, but. I um it's the it's it the be. you didn't call me for me. It's the you didn't call me, but you sent you you had 20 uh, minutes, you took 20 minutes of your time to record this to send it to me when you could have just picked up the phone and said, Hey, I want to break up. How do you talk by yourself for, for 19 minutes and 46 seconds? <laughs> Your guess is as Without good as mine. Any correspondence. Your guess is as good, but it, it took me you talk about traumatizing. Um, I think I actually still have hints of that because I had never felt so unwanted than I did in that moment because not only it felt like I was in a movie you know those romantic cheesy movies where somebody gets a bad message like when you're at the dance or something like that and I was out in Hollywood having a great time and then it just went to that and I was just like oh don't you hate when you get your heart broken public oh especially when you're at work oh it's just like oh (laughs) yes talk about work child yeah, but yeah. So my cutoff game is also quick, but it's there are reasons behind it, and it's stuff I need to address. Yeah, I am addressing. I, I need to unpack because it's that really scares me. So, Laurent, you were telling me about your cousin, and they wanted us to talk about co-parenting. Yeah, so um, she she was just interested to like to get everybody's views on how um you know, that relationship would work, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what are you guys' views on? Well, Amber, you're the only parent on here that, that do you, how do you deal with a co-parent? Yeah, I still got something to say. Well, I'm not saying that, but you know, she, she has a, a daughter, she's not with the, so how, how does that work for you? What does that look like for you? I'm probably not the best person to answer. I'm scared of Amber's answer. I'm really scared of Amber's answer. But I mean, we tune don't, in. there's, but my daughter, tune in. Hello, <laughs> subscribe. That's how we get paid. Um, my daughter is 14 now. And so 
there's no need for me to be super co-parenting type mm -hmm. at this point. I mean, he's not the type, and my situation is different. He's not the type that wants to co-parent in that regard with me mm -hmm. um, because I think he's, he's holding a lot of stuff from a long time ago. So you can't genuinely be happy when you be holding stuff in. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, um, my daughter's 14. So we don't really have a need to speak um, she has her own phone. I don't intervene because I'm very, very close to my father. Contrary to what people thought, <laughs> me and my dad are like two peas in a pot. Okay. <laughs> I will murder somebody for my daddy. That's my daddy. <laughs> but, um, but because of, of how close my relationship is with my father, regardless of how I feel about her dad, I don't feel like it's my place to, um, you know, interject myself in any way that's not necessary. Mm -hmm. So literally like if she, whenever she wants to go, she, she can go whenever he wants to pick her up. Now we, we've gotten to that point now cause she's 14. When we started this, when she was six years old, it was a lot different mm -hmm. and I had to be involved because you know, I, right now I know if somebody do something to my daughter, she gonna say something. She knows mm -hmm. where her address is. She knows I'm pulling up and I'm hopping the curb before the car goes into park. <laughs> she got all that. But when she was six years old, I needed her to know I will go to this extent for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, your daddy, your granny, your, it don't matter. Like charge it to the gang. So, but now that she's older, I don't have to be in that. But as far as co-parenting, I my advice that I would give would, would be egos must die when it comes to the children. Yeah. And at all costs, at all costs, please try to get along with your child's father. And if it's not going to kill you, go ahead and compromise. It's not, it's not to say that he, he's winning or he's getting a one up on you. It's to show your child that I'm doing everything that I can so that you and your father can have a great relationship. In fact, I probably kissed his ass more than what I should have until she was about 10 years old. And one day, when she was like, mom, I don't want to go over there. I said, are you sure? Because I've been waiting on this day to go off on your daddy. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to say nothing because I wanted you to come to your own conclusion. Uh, you know what I mean? Of what, now, now, I got your back. If you tell me you don't want to go, watch this. You know, because uh -huh. I'm always encouraging. Go on, baby, go on, go on. Even though I don't like him. When my daughter told me she didn't want to go, that's all she wrote. I picked up that phone and said, look here, little nigga. I, listen, you ain't heard from me talking to you like this because it wasn't necessary because I was trying to do it for the sake of Ayana. But now that she ain't fucking with you, I sure ain't fucking with you. So until she decides to fuck with you again, don't call my phone asking for her. She'll oh. let you know when she's ready to come back. Because um, apparently you rubbed her the wrong way because oh. I ain't had nothing to do with that. I'm so try not to come in, into, try not to come in between the, the children and their parents. And I feel like children are smart. They're going to see on their own. I try not to talk down about her dad in front of her or any of that. I let her come to her own conclusion. That's good. That's and then if she asks me, then I'm going to give her the, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. But at all costs, you know, it's like, okay, let me just humble down. My child support here Thursday. All right, cool. You know, <laughs> it don't matter. Y'all live y'all lives. Do whatever y'all want. Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good that she said everybody's ego has to die mm -hmm. everybody's yeah. ego has to die and and what my what i would say is with that 
you net the, the child is not some toy that you use against yeah. each other. Right. You never pawn children against you don't put kids in grown folks business. You do not give your child the weight of that baggage to carry. You have mm-hmm. to you have to keep y'all's relationship between y'all and whether y'all like each other or not. Mm-hmm. They ain't got shit to do with this baby. Right. Because this baby is the result of whatever y'all liked about each other when y'all liked each other. So <laughs> um that's true. But but with that, one of the great one of the greatest things that my mom did, and I always respect my mom for this, is she taught us at a very early age, never disrespect your other parent. Mm-hmm. never disrespect them um because the the guy that helped raise me um was had a drug uh, had a drug addiction and you know he was in and out of jail when he was in the house blah 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 he's now turned out to be he's he's only my sister's father but i just never had that connection with him so mm-hmm. you know y'all think i'm an asshole it was just i, I i'll never forget this day because this is when my mom, when my mom told me I was mean and it really stuck with me. And that's why I was just like, I don't like to be called mean because it wasn't malicious. I was just being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had just gotten to jail. I mean, he, he was in jail for, for a while. And, you know, my sister always kept high hopes. It was always, she was, she never got off that daddy train. I long got off of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't want to do what, you, what you're supposed to do in life makes sense that you're in jail. It made sense to me, you know? So my sense of sympathy in that I, I didn't too much have. So he, um, he had gotten out of jail and my sister had lit up. My sister had lit up and I, the ass being the asshole that I am, I said, I was in the past, I was in the back seat, and I was just like, okay, well, good for him. Because the daddy train had had sailed for me. And my mm-hmm. mom looked back and she was like, Josh, you do not have to be mean like that. You, <laughs> you're mean. But in that, even though I didn't feel the same way my sister felt about him, she never let me disrespect him. I never got to, you know, well, you ain't you ain't been here, so you don't, so you don't get to tell me what to do. I never we never got to do that. Mm-hmm. So even establishing that boundary of you don't get to disrespect your other parent whether you like them or not, they're still your parent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, for me, the biggest thing though, is like I said, using the children against each other. You do not put you, you do not put your child in that. Yeah. Your child is innocent. You don't put your child. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree. I definitely agree with with both of you said the child is definitely not a pawn. And I feel like the, 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 uh, the mutual respect has to be above at the forefront. It has to be at the forefront. Every all the other bullshit got to be put to the side. That mutual respect for the sake of your child has to be there. Now y'all may cuss each other out behind closed doors, <laughs> and I support it. <laughs> but in front of that child, but in front of that child, y'all better be the best, uh, the best of fucking friends. Yeah. But the, but then but the, then the question is, how 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 do they get to the point to where, um, whether they're in front of the child or not, they actually like each other. It, it, it's 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 the process it's grieving forgiving healing and becoming whole mm-hmm. you just have to really be mature my my ex-husband is not there it's like <laughs> it, it's he's not there at all mm-hmm. and i it, i think it's sad because she's gonna be grown in four years you know mm-hmm. and um 
for the first time, we sat in the same room together in five years when she got sick at the hospital and we were at the hospital and that was the closest that I'd been to him in like five years. And wow. we sat in the room. Yeah. And he was just like looking straight forward. Like he didn't want to have no communication or whatever. And I'm just looking like, I nigga, you know, you know. <laughs> Where the vending machine at? Yeah, I know where it's at. Like, where the coffee at? <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, and I heard so there was things that I was saying. Hey, she can't have talking chips, chips, things like that. I was texting him saying that these things can cause uh, inflammation in her body, whatever. And I noticed he was very quiet with me. And when the doctor came in, he was like, "Doc, let me ask you something. These talking chips, uh, does it is is that something that she can't have?" And I said, I looked at him like he's same OG. Like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's doc like, yeah, we don't encourage them. And the inside, I want to say, look, nigga, I told you. I don't just be texting you stuff for no reason. I don't care about your life. I'm just trying to inform you about your kid. Like, bruh, this is not a one upper. This is, we done with that. Your child is gonna be grown in four years. I don't care to up, up one up you, but apparently he's he's um. It's sad. It really is because I be I always speak. I always make him speak. I say, "Hey, Dad, I'm real country and stuff." He's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you? Hey now, hey now, hey now, <laughs> hey now." <laughs> uh, and his wife. Oh, line. Let me just be quiet. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, just be quiet. Just be quiet, cause it's funny. We, we had a good we, we combo, y'all. We could talk about that off air. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yup. I don't know if it was just me, but everybody just start going going matrix, baby. My edible has kicked in, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like this, I'm way baby. back here. Well, we had, we we had a good talk. We had a good fellowship tonight. We did. Um. So, um. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, you better do down in the valley a uh, minute with Amber J. Say it with your chest. That's it powerful. Is, it is. It is a minute with Amber J. You take it, because <laughs> please take it, Amber. Here's the. Here's your minute with Amber J. Oftentimes we are so super selfish in our goals and what we say we're gonna do and what we want to do. And the thing is this, if you base everything that you want to do based solely on you, you may quit at times. So mm -hmm. it's important to not have your why attached to only you, but have your why attached to something greater than you. Because mm -hmm. somebody behind you is waiting for you to succeed, to show them that it can be done, to show them that I did prepare for you, to show that I will leave a legacy and a mark on this earth. So if your why is attached only to you, you'll quit when somebody doesn't agree with you. You'll quit when you don't agree with you. You'll quit when you start doubting the purpose. But if your why is attached to something greater outside of you, you're more likely to see it through. My last tip is don't start something that you don't feel like you have the capacity to finish. Consistency Boom. is key. Amen. I love it. Lord Jesus. What a word, what a word. Well, um, y'all see the mental space I be in all day. Yeah, I see. See, and that's what attracts <laughs> me to you. But I still don't Period. want you to listen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> here, here's, here's. It's time for. Isn't that powerful? Isn't um, that powerful? Listen, 
we are in this holiday season. We are in this season of being around other people. Um, here's your isn't that powerful. Floss. Bro, Jesus. Floss. It's, it's, it's really necessary. It's really necessary because um, come, January, come January 1st, I don't want to smell what you had for Christmas dinner in your mouth. Mm. Baby, that stuff needs to be white. Just like the sin from your life needs to be white. That stuff needs to be wiped out of your mouth. And you do that by flossing. And baby, find the toothpaste that works for you. My God. Sensodyne ain't going to work for you, baby. <laughs> Sensodyne. <laughs> baby, baby, you can't, you can't use, <laughs> you can't get bubblegum flavored toothpaste and think, baby, your breath is too grown for that. Your breath is too grown for that. Your, your breath has graduated. Just like you go to different grades, your breath goes to different grades. <laughs> really find the college the, the the toothpaste toothpaste college that your breast should attend because i'm tired of your mouth flunking me i'm tired of it i'm tired, tired of, of your mouth flunking <laughs> tired and we all no. said collectively <laughs> isn't, isn't that, that powerful, powerful. Oh my god baby we in the placenta and your breast smell like smell just like it like what what is okay. it what is it? What did you just give birth to? So please, ladies and gentlemen, floss as you brush your teeth with the correct toothpaste. Um, you whatever fluoride free, whatever you want to do. I think the fluoride was hiding all that funky breath because when when they were putting fluoride in toothpaste, you didn't really smell people's breaths. Oh, well, man. people don't use a tongue scraper either. Oh That's yeah, just oh because I can't stand a white tongue. My savior, your God. Oh, I can't stand. Maybe look like you got a a, a fleece rug on sitting in and your. And maybe the main ones to be like. What? your mouth. Fix that. Um, but we have come to the close of a of another great episode. So, <laughs> I, I I feel like if you listen to us and our relationship advice, you're gonna be in the perfect relationship. Honestly. I agree. You let them spit in your mouth every now and then. Let them carry <laughs> Be mature. Be vulnerable. You know, lead praise and worship. Have a good job. Buy Glitz Optical online. There you go. Because it's the glasses for me, sis. <laughs> I'm hollering. But those are cute, though. I want those. Yeah, those are nice. Olive, yes. Aren't these nice? That olive is that was a nice choice. So again, Merry Christmas, babies. Christmas. I, I love y'all from the bottom of my heart, baby. My edible is kicking in real strong because I don't put my presents and cards. I don't put my hands on my background singers. <laughs> I'm gonna add a little all I can. Okay, I don't go. put my hands on my chest and everything. Uh, baby, y'all have a great night. Y'all have a great Christmas. Enjoy your family. Enjoy, if it, even if it's just you and your house, baby, eat all the snacks you want to eat. Get full. Get high. Get drunk. Whatever's gonna be cheery. Met. Ooh, be merry. Be, be happy. Cheery, drink. <laughs> be cheery. My wow. God. Um, merry Christmas. Of course, this is the way 
we see it podcast the way I see it podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Drop. Yeah. Right just, just hit the Wrap end button. Up. Just hit the end button. Just hit the, just hit the Goodbye. Call, just call me back. back. Call me back. Josh has left <laughs> next <group> week. <laughs> this is the way I see it podcast, and we're wishing you a very happy Merry Christmas. Let God put Mary back in your Christmas. And for, don't forget to visit www.thewayent.com. Get your books. Get your books, get your merchandise, book you some acting classes. Let me help you finish your book. Um, I'll be sober then. Um, <laughs> we are out. We're signing out. Enjoy Christmas. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you next Friday. Next Friday. At the same time. Goodbye. <laughs> Yo, oh, wait, I don't hit the trash trying to <laughs> hit, the, hit the end button. Easy. <laughs> Thank you.